officially we're in phase three this morning of the Omicron response. Uh, the PCR testing program's been badly exposed. Rats are increasingly the way forward. You now officially are only a close contact if you're in the same household as a positive case. Director General of Health, Ashley Bloomfield, good morning. Good morning. Talk to me about the PCR mess. What went wrong? Well, nothing went wrong, but uh, what we did see, of course, was a, a very rapid shift from quite uh, you know, low rates of infection in the community, and the cases really began to climb. So our labs had to shift from being able to pull the samples, and you know they had high capacity, around that 60,000 a day to do that, uh, to not being able to pull them in just a short space of a few days. And so the capacity when they're unpulled is, is lower. It's around 29,000, 30,000 a day. Exactly. And they knew that. The labs told us that. And if they knew that, why didn't you know that? And why would you go around saying you could do 58,000 when you couldn't? Actually, we did know that. And the 58,000 was exactly the, the same figure or the, the equivalent figure that we'd been using right through the pandemic with our testing. So that's our unpulled capacity. Uh, once the shift has happened, we moved to the pulled capacity. Uh, sorry, the, the pulled capacity is 58. We moved to unpulled. But now the big thing is, of course, it's time to shift to the use of rapid antigen tests. But you've been so hard on PCR. PCR was the answer. PCR, we didn't need rat tests because PCR were the answer. Suddenly we couldn't even do 29,000 tests per day. Yeah, the PCR tests have been absolutely the mainstay and that's what served us well and helped us keep those case numbers really low through our outbreaks because they are the most accurate. But well, you, you, the, the rapid antigen tests are only useful once you start to get higher case numbers and we're in that, in that point now and so that's why we're starting to use them. Are we at a stage, in all honesty, where basically people are just doing their own thing? Some will isolate, some won't. Some will test, some won't. Some will log that test, some won't. In other words, a lot of people are simply getting on with life. This thing's done. Well, in a way, we've uh, we've always had people who would do their own thing, but actually the vast majority of people have got tested, have isolated and done the right thing. Um, it is a different phase, phase three. Yes, the only people who need to isolate are cases in their household contact. But I think people will still want to know if they've been exposed, if they're potentially infected, because they will want to protect their family and others around them. If I have to self-isolate, why is it so hard for me to get a rat test? Why didn't you order more sooner? Why can I get one out of a vending machine in Singapore and yet I can't get one here? Look, we've got uh, millions of rat tests here. Another five million have arrived in the last few days. They are free and they will be available through our community testing centres and an increasing you know, number of other places. People can pick them up if they need them because they've been in contact or they're symptomatic. And we've seen many, many thousands already, tens of thousands already uh, given out over the last couple of days. So you're telling me, hand on heart, that if I need a rat test, I'm not going to have a problem getting hold of one? Uh, no, we, we, you won't have a problem. And uh, make sure you look on Health Point to find where you can get it. And we have got many million uh, and another 10 million coming in over the weekend. So plenty of supply there for use as our public health response, uh, not for people to take home and put in the cupboard. No, of course not. Uh, self-isolation, do we need to change self-iso for people coming into the country now? There are next to no cases on the border. There are thousands of cases in the community. What's the point of self-isolation once you come into the country? Yeah, the balance has shifted there, hasn't it? We've got many thousands in the country and actually the number coming through the border has declined quite a lot over the last couple of weeks. So that's something we are looking at. Uh, at the moment, the intention is when uh, the border starts to open on the 27th, people will self-isolate. But uh, as Minister Hipkins said yesterday, we'll be looking at uh, whether or not that needs to continue. But what do you need to look at? It's over. Why, why, why aren't we just making that call now? Well, we're looking at it, and uh, yeah, but looking at it in what way? What what what's to look at? Well, well, providing advice on just what it is, because there is still a risk of people coming across the border with uh, who are infected. So we want to make sure that those who are are also uh, encouraged to and able to isolate. 
Brian Betty, who you will know, of course, who's the College of GPs, he said there's been far too much fear around this and you would be partially responsible. Do you take that responsibility? Too many people are too scared? I don't think there's fear around it. Uh, I think there is nat- naturally people are concerned. And, of course, we're making a big shift now, uh, you know, after two years of the pandemic, where people have, uh, you know, they have worried about uh, COVID, and many still do. But uh, we are able to make that shift now. It's a much less, um, uh, you know, sort of severe variant. Mm. We've got a highly vaccinated population. So we all need to make that shift. But I don't think it's because there's been uh, any undue fear. Well, when you say that, we had Greg Foreign of Air New Zealand on yesterday. He said he's had a third of cancellations. A third of the cancellations he's seeing are based on fear. People don't want to travel. Why wouldn't they travel? Omicron's not going to kill them. We're fearful. well, uh, Omicron can still be a, a, a an unpleasant, um, you know, disease, and people will die uh, from it. So it's not without its, um, you know, it's not without some impact. Uh, people are not necessarily responding to fear; they are making their own choices, and they they know there is a lot of the virus out there, and they are just wanting to make sure they're protecting themselves and others. And that's a natural thing to want to do. Is it your view that we need to stay in a light system, red or otherwise, for the flu? Uh, well, we don't have a light system for the flu, but what we've got well, at the moment... Well, according to the PM, we do. Yeah, at, at the moment, we've got a, uh, a a traffic light system because we're still in the middle of a global pandemic uh, and it still has, uh, you know, a way to go. And we're also just right at the start of a big Omicron outbreak. And so we need to just make sure we, we keep what we've got to look after as many people as possible. Appreciate your time, Ashley Bloomfield, the Director-General of Health, with us this morning. Uh...